0: Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 47. Today, we're talking about getting out of your comfort zone, how to thrive when you're out of your comfort zone, why you freak out when you're out of your comfort zone, why you don't want to go out of your comfort zone, all of these amazing things. Um, And for those watching on YouTube, uh, it's a nice white room that I'm in. I am in Costa Rica right now and it's so beautiful outside and I wanted to shoot outside because it's just so beautiful, but it's really, really hot and there's no private place. So I couldn't do it. It would be, there would be too many distractions. So welcome to my small space room that I'm staying in. I feel like a giant because the roof is really small, Um, but it gets the job done. So. Listen, let's talk about what's really going on. For those of you who are new to my podcast, welcome, and let me catch you up on what's going on with me. I'm currently traveling in Costa Rica and working. I'm doing the digital nomad thing for the first time ever, and I love it. Mm -hmm. It is really up my alley. It is my jam. I kind of like got my groove on like, oh, it is so delicious for me. And in this experience of becoming a digital nomad, which means I'm just traveling around and I'm working while while I'm traveling. So I'm not a tourist. I'm working, but I'm experiencing the local um, culture and all the amazing food and the, the really cool things that the community does, but I'm still working as I do that. And so for someone like me, this is, I feel like I've hit the jackpot. I have hit the jackpot here, my friends. So this is a good thing, but... In this nomadic experience, every day is filled with me getting out of my comfort zone and not freaking out. (laughs) The reason that you want to get out of your comfort zone is because when you're in your comfort zone, everything stays the same. this is not a problem. If you are loving your life and you're super happy with where you are and the way things are going, it's not a problem. You just keep going, girl. Just you do you because it's working. But if your kids are older and now you have more time to yourself, they're kind of empty nesting you, ditching you, dumping you, and you're wondering, who am I? Where do I want to put all this time? I, ha- I have all this stuff to give now. Where does it go? And what's my purpose in life? And what's up with my body? Um, but getting out of your comfort zone is the way that you change. So if you do want to change, then it's going to be a requirement that you get out of your comfort zone. Here's why. Our brain is designed to do three things one is to conserve energy so how can i make stuff as easy as possible Two, avoid pain and three seek pleasure that's what your brain is designed to do and so when we think about getting out of our comfort zone the brain is like whoa hold on girl that is not happening on my watch because the brain is now thinking that you're going to die Something bad is going to happen because the brain wants everything to be the same. Why does the brain want everything to be the same? Because it's safe. We haven't died yet. So the brain is like, what we're doing here is safe. There's no harm coming to us. So we'll just stay here because it's known. Our brain loves the known. Our brain runs on predictability. It's always trying to predict if something is safe, how it will work out for us. Will it be exhausting, like too much energy? And that's just based on the way humans are designed to survive, but not based on today's world of how we thrive. Do you get that? That's, that's a good one. I'm going to kind of say that again, because that one really works for my brain. So our brains are designed to survive. But in today's society, we want our brains to be designed to thrive and those are two totally separate things one is just stay the same don't go out of your lane don't do anything different because your brain will freak out and it will scare you and then fear comes in and then you just like whoa you get scared and then you stop doing it but thriving is not listening to that part of your brain that's trying to keep you safe and go what if because the fear is like what if you die what if something terrible happens But the thriving part is like, what if it's awesome? What if something fabulous happens? What if I love it more than this? What if that's the best thing I could ever do for myself? And that's the part of the brain that we want to access when it comes to this. The reason this came up for me is, like I said, every day when I'm traveling by myself, experiencing new places in a foreign country with a foreign language, I'm always out of my comfort zone. But it's how I show up for that. It's what I think about that that makes all the difference. Because sometimes when you're new to a place, even finding food can be out of your comfort zone. Making new friends can be out of your comfort zone. Knowing um, where to find your house can be out of your comfort zone because you've never done it before. And so your brain can get into overwhelm and overload and totally freak out. But here's why this came to me, why this thought of this podcast came to me is because I love Spanish and I've always wanted to be fluent in Spanish. And yes, yeah, uh huh. I have a 120 day streak on Duolingo, you know it, but I'm still not fluent. Mostly because I just am doing the easy stuff just to keep my streak alive. But I decided I was going to take a week of Spanish classes. So it's five days of Spanish classes, it's intensive, it's four hours a day because that is going to help me improve, not five minutes of Duolingo, but that that's helping too but I wanted to just really kind of like put myself in a situation where I had to learn and what does my brain do my brain freaks out because that's uncomfortable for me it's different my brain's like we could die sounds like a lot of energy you're going to expend here sounds like a lot of pain and not a lot of pleasure and so your brain is trying to tell you not to do it because it's going to be scary and it's going to be hard and it's going to freak you out Mm -hmm. all of those are true and I'm going to do it anyway (laughs) And in this Spanish class, and, he, and I realize why it's hard to learn a new language. It's not necessarily the grammar part of it or the understanding of it. It's not, it's not pronouncing the words. It, the biggest reason why it's hard for people, and for me, I'm speaking for myself, okay? I'll just speak for myself. The reason why it's hard for me to learn a language is because I don't know what I'm doing, and I have to say it out loud in front of other people... And make mistakes in front of other people and i guarantee you that this is one of the reasons why most people find it hard to learn a language because they're not willing to get out of their comfort zone of not knowing what the heck they're saying and that being okay and so in this spanish course we're learning at a fast and furious pace the good thing is it's all different types so we're listening we're talking we're we're playing games we're singing like all the things all the different ways to learn are being incorporated in but it's still hard and you still have to conjugate all of these stupid verbs (laughs) so we were playing this game and you have to you land on a spot and then you have to conjugate the verb and for some reason everyone that I landed on was an irregular verb that I did not know and so I had to say no say like I don't I don't even know what this word means, Never mind how to conjugate it. And so my brain, my fixed mindset brain would be like, hmm, you're not good at this, so don't do it because you're not going to succeed. That's a fixed mindset. But my growth mindset would say, oh, I know that if I practice this, I can learn it. I know that if I practice anything, I can learn anything new. My growth mindset is, yeah, you're going to be bad at it, And that's how you get good at it. The fixed mindset is you're going to be bad at it, so you're going to fail, so don't do it, right? We learn this at a very early age from our parents, like how our parents perceive um, what is a win and what isn't, what is good and what's bad, how we can grow or not grow, what we're good at, what we're not good at. And so when you look at kids that were taught the fixed mindset, they very rarely try something out of their comfort zone, and so for me, that makes me sad because that's where the magic and the brilliance of life is. That's where the juiciness of life is. Is outside your comfort zone. It's so good. And in this game, when I was playing this game, it didn't just happen one every single time. I landed on a square. It was an irre- irregular verb, and I didn't know what. I didn't even know what it meant, nor did I know how to conjugate it. And so I started to feel all the feelings. This is why I wanted to share it with you is because I started to get upset, like mad. I was starting to get pissed off because well, here's how the here's how it goes. I notice in my body a feeling. This is how you process your feelings. Not a feeling of Of good happiness and everything is great Mm -mm, it wasn't that it was like a tightness in my chest and in my throat and it didn't feel good so that's my cue that something's off in my brain and then i'll say to myself why am i feeling this way well my thoughts create my feelings so then i go into my brain and i'm like what was i just thinking what am i thinking that's making me feel angry like pissed off really angry and it's like oh i don't know any of these words and i look like an idiot That's what was, that's what I was thinking. And I'm in a class with five other people and a teacher. And I can promise you that none of those people were thinking that because they're just focused on their words that they're going to get and them not, you know, looking like the proverbial idiot that they think they're going to look like, but I'm not thinking that about them. And I can pretty much guarantee that they weren't thinking that about me. They were probably thinking, I'm glad that I didn't get that irregular verb that, that we don't know, right? But it was because it happened one after the other, and so my brain was stacking on this thought about not being good enough, not studying hard enough. But how do you learn? And our teacher is would say this over and over again: poco y poco, little by little. And so the experience was horrible when I was thinking that way, and it's not fun. I'm not going to learn anything when I'm when I'm shutting down and feeling angry and so I just flipped it in my head it's like this is how I learn this is how I learn and I can make it feel horrible because of the thoughts I'm thinking or I could make it fun and then I flipped my brain to make it fun and as soon as I say something out loud from that place of I'm going to make it fun everybody in the class laughs and it eases the tension it eases my pressure I start to think other thoughts like yeah it's going to be hard until I figure out how to learn these words how to remember these words how to conjugate these words but until that happens there's going to be big yucky feelings that are coming up really big yucky feelings and i'm a life coach and i have big yucky feelings there you need these big yucky feelings they're part of the process you can't have the sweet without the sour so in order for me to get better and to learn i had to feel like i didn't know what i was doing that's what motivates me to learn that's what motivates me to put more time and energy into it and so can you put a par- a parallel in your life what are you trying to do that's hard or new and scary and you don't want to do it because you're not instantly good at it because you've never done it before when i say it that way you kind of think in your brain like why would i be good at it because i have literally never done this before What if I was super kind to myself and supported myself through this? What if I was my biggest cheerleader? Mm Mm-hmm, right? That would feel way better. That would be so good. That would be amazing to be my biggest cheerleader. And as I think about this, as mothers, we are our kids' biggest cheerleaders. When I was surfing, there was this mom and this little girl, and she was learning how to surf, and I was close to them. So I could hear what they were saying and the little girl would be like, okay, I'll try this one. I'm kind of scared. And the mom's like, you can do it. You can do it. And it was a small little wave and the girl would catch it and what she would ride. And the mom would be like her biggest fan. That was awesome. You're so great. Keep going. Like you did a great job. Let's do another one. That was so good. That was your best one yet. And I thought to myself, holy cow, it is so amazing to have your biggest cheerleader always having your back and cheering you on no matter what you're doing and I have the best mom in the world so I have that and I am that I do that for my kids I am their biggest cheerleader because the only thing I want for them is for them to succeed and to be happy it can look like for me it can look look like whatever they want it to look like it doesn't have to look like a certain thing for me and I was like that Being a mom is so powerful. Like, look at how she just lifted that girl up and was encouraging her to learn. If she would fall off, it'd be like, no problem. Let's get back on and do it again. And so when you're learning something new, it's always the effort you put in. That's what makes the difference. The effort that you put into it. That's the key to being successful. And my heart was so warm and so full. And I was just thinking moms are the best thing since sliced bread. Like just watching and listening to that. I'm like, I'm going to tell people all about this on my podcast because it was so powerful to listen to how amazing a mom is when she's helping her child, when she's behind her child and has her back. And then not even 30 seconds later, her second child came over and the whole energy changed. Everything changed. This was a difficult child for her and you could see the dynamic change you could see the energy change the tone changed now it was one of being very combative between both of them like this is their natural energy and it was shocking to me night and day the way the daughter talked to the mom the way the mom talked to the daughter it was intense and confrontational and trust me i get it because not all humans are the same and every single one of our kids needs to be parented differently but I was just bummed because I was on such a high from listening to that other side of it. And I got so excited and inspired by the other side of it that I wanted to share it with you guys that I was completely deflated and bummed when I heard this second child come up and that whole situation unfold. I was like, damn, I wish I hadn't heard this, but and that's life. And that's how it goes. And we have to parent all of our kids differently. And I would never in a million years say what's right or wrong because i don't know the situation and we're all trying our best but it kind of brought me back to reality (laughs) about about being a parent it's not always cheering on and everything is good i get that so but let's just remember the part where we have our biggest cheerleader and let's be that biggest cheerleader let's take that mom energy and turn it towards us let's be our own biggest cheerleader yeah heather you got Three wrong in a row, and you didn't know what you're doing. But that's okay because you get another turn, and on this next turn, you're gonna know what that one is, or you're gonna study when you go home. And tomorrow you're gonna come back, and you're gonna feel confident about knowing all the answers. Like and that's how I want to be talking to myself. Because when I talk to myself like that, girl, you got this. You can do this. Then I feel good, and everything I do in that class comes from a place of feeling good, confident, proud. having my own back because I know that I could do it and what way do you want to show up in class you want to feel um, defeated and stupid or do you want to be like feeling smart and excited and empowered and you can't wait to learn a new word and you can't wait to go out and try to speak to people because you're going to say wrong words and they're still going to talk to you and they're going to appreciate the fact that you're trying so this is how we can go out of our comfort zone and have our own backs i promise you anything you try to do and learn that's new is going to be hard and you're going to fail at it probably several times but that's okay because that's part of the process it's very rare for people to go out of their comfort zone try something new and be instantly successful at it it's very very rare so let's just have the expectation that it's going to be hard and we're going to fail and that's okay that's part of the process right that is how we succeed by just keeping going by just believing in ourselves and trying again picking ourselves up dusting ourselves off and trying again it's the same with surfing like I will surf and catch a wave and think this is the best thing ever and the next wave I catch mother nature will smash me into the ground and roll me around and then spit me out I'll be what just happened and I'm going to go back and try it again and that's how I get better. That's how I get better. Is I take a licking and I keep on ticking because I'm, never, I'm not just going to know how to surf. I'm going to have to do a couple nose dives and go through the, through the rinse cycle a couple of times. But I'll learn from it because I don't want that to happen all the time. That's how I learn. It was like, ooh, that was yucky. How do I do that differently so that doesn't happen again? <laughs> okay, the big feelings are going to come up. Just coach yourself on it. And for the record, for the record I had to take a test at the end of that class and I don't do well with tests I'm pretty sure everybody here is probably saying yeah me too I'm not a fan of tests because instantly we put pressure on ourselves which is again created in our brain the pressure doesn't come from outside of ourselves it always comes from inside of ourselves that pressure came from my brain about tests are hard and it was a super short test three pages not hard but it wasn't based on kind of how the class was taught and as soon as I started reading it I just caught myself thinking like I don't know what I'm doing like I literally don't understand any of this I just took five days of Spanish lessons and none of this makes sense to me and so all I did was just refocus my thoughts and just went with what do I know just like little by little what do I know and I took the pressure off because literally it didn't matter if I passed that test or not it really didn't matter because I was just taking one week so, the only thing that mattered was how I was thinking about myself about the mark that I got on the test, which is as soon as you realize that, you're like, this test doesn't mean anything. So, what if I could just take all the pressure off of myself and kind of enjoy this test? What if I could think about it differently? What do I know? That's what I started with. What do I know? And I went around and picked all the words that I knew. And then I just did it little by little, poco y poco. Just like my teacher said, poco y poco. And I finished the test and I actually got 97% of the test. I'm just telling you that for a flex because it has nothing to do with nothing, but it made me feel good. It made me feel really good. And my one son Santos and I are having a competition to see who could be more fluent in Spanish. And, you know, he's like a 17 year old kid that learns really quickly and stuff doesn't stick in my brain. So I'm telling myself that I'm a good learner. I'm telling myself that I can do all of this. So I had to send him the results of that test just to scare him a little bit, like to freak him out. So he knows that I'm coming for him. I'm going to be more fluent than he is. (laughs) Anyway, that made me feel good. So out of your comfort zone is where you are going to find growth and freedom and create the best version of yourself. So even though it's scary, I'm encouraging you to jump in with both feet and enjoy the ride. So if you need a push, a push off the cliff or a push into the pool or down the water slide, like a push into getting out of your comfort zone, or you need help getting out of your comfort zone, please feel free to reach out to me. This is my gem. This is what I live for. This brings me great joy in my life. And this is how I help mamas just like you master midlife. Thanks for listening, everybody. Always, always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.